Fully vaccinated tourists will be allowed into the country sooner than expected. Newsroom understands travellers from Australia could be set to arrive without the need for managed isolation as early as next month. Visitors from other countries with which New Zealand has visa waiver arrangements, like the United Kingdom, will be able to come in weeks after that, followed by all other countries. So is it a lifeline for our struggling tourism industry? Will it make a difference for the Easter holidays and the ski season? I'm joined now by tourism industry Aotearoa spokesperson Anne-Marie Johnson. Morena, Anne-Marie. Morena. So, great to have a date. Well, if the the date that has been um, put out there is correct, yes, it is great (laughs) to have a date. (laughs) How many will be ready for the tourists? Look, a lot of our businesses are ready to go now. They've been busy... um, catering for domestic travellers over the last two years. Other businesses are going to take some time to gear up again. But I think what we are hearing from today's announcement is really just a confirmation that businesses can start preparing and those travellers can start making their bookings. We're kind of not expecting there's going to be a flood of visitors immediately. Um, realistically, it's probably going to be next summer before we see A lot of visitors, but at least today's announcement will give us the confidence that we all need to start making plans. Why are you not expecting an influx? Because I'm getting a lot of people saying they're off, they're leaving New Zealand, they're out of here, now that they can leave without having to self-isolate. Wouldn't Aussies be the same? Well, yes, they are, but Australia is already open to a lot of other countries, Um, and so New Zealand is kind of one of the last cabs off the rank, really. Yeah. We do expect for sure that Australians will be coming in, um, hopefully for the April school holidays, but um, definitely for the ski season now. But probably those travellers from further afield yeah. uh, that traditionally come here through our summer months, uh, we're not going to see them much before, say, November. Right. People talked about it being the great reset with the pandemic, that instead of going with the buses and buses and buses of people, you know, surging round New Zealand mm-hmm. is descending upon five or six tourism destinations around the country and then leaving again, um, that this would be an opportunity to cultivate quality tourism. Is that and likely then, to happen? Is that just wishful thinking? Look, the industry has been doing a lot of work on that over the last two years. Um, sustainability in all its aspects, economic, environmental, social um, is still very much top of mind for the vast majority of our operators. And so we are, have been focusing on how we can build back better. Um, I think you know, not having the floodgates open immediately will give us time to build up those, um, those practices of how we can do things better. And um, you know, New Zealand is already an expensive destination for most of the world. Mm. Um, our current price rises mean it's going to be even more expensive. So we are going to see a lot more of those high-quality travellers, we believe, which are the ones that we are really wanting to focus on. Do we have the staff to give the people the experience they're going to be looking for? Uh, Right now, no, we don't. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got operators all over the country who already have vacancies they can't fill. Um, We opened up to um, working holiday visa holders on Monday this week Um, and so they are certainly going to help alleviate some of our vacancies Um, 
But yeah, the, the tourism operators are going to need the next few months to really gear up again and make sure that they do have the staff and that their facilities are up to scratch um, and all those things they need to do to prepare for next summer. How many people do we need, do you know? Um, look, that's not a figure I have at yeah. the tips of my fingers, but um, certainly talk to pretty much any hotel around the country. They have vacancies that they are struggling to fill. Um, a lot of our activity operators are also really struggling to find some of the specialist skills that they need. Um, you know, they've, they've downsized over the last two years and now they're going to have to try and recruit some of those people back again. It's exciting times. Um, you know, it's exciting thinking, you know, we're going to be able to welcome people back to this part of the world. But our it really inner, is. But our inner cities are pretty grody. They're going to have to be cleaned up. What happens to all the people who are in emergency accommodation who've been basically left to forage in our main centres? When the tourism, when the tourists come back, what happens to them? Well, the emergency accommodation is a, a um, for the most part, they're in the motel type accommodation that mm. is probably less used by our international visitors. Um, so, you know, I guess that's a question for the government of what happens to those residents for now. Mm. Um, but certainly, you know, we're getting the hotels that have been in MIQ are coming back online over the next few months, so that will um, open up a lot of beds, particularly in Auckland, but also in Christchurch and Wellington. Mm. Um, you know, we hope that today's announcement would be great if we could get some indication of when we move back to orange, uh, because certainly with the red light setting, New Zealanders have really stopped travelling, and like mm. you say, our inner cities are empty because the workers aren't going in. So, um, you know, Hopefully, the sooner we can all get back to some, whatever the new normal looks like, the better. Amen to that. Anne-Marie Johnson, Tourism Industry Aotearoa spokesperson.